0: Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 89. And uh, welcome to my front porch. Uh, so glad to have you here. So glad to be talking and learning and growing together. Uh, I love that we slow down and we uh, we listen and we learn through the lens of Scripture, which is helping guide us in these very interesting days. Uh, that we are in, uh, where it doesn't—I I mean, it's so—it's so interesting. As, as you kind of sit down and maybe even watch some news or listen to conversations, just listen to the the conversations that are being had right now. I mean, I can't go to a lunch or a coffee without talking in depth about. All that's happening, and it seems like everybody wants to be a problem solver, myself included. Everybody wants to be like a, you know, like a sleuth and wants to do detective work and figure out why is this really happening? Is it a government government conspiracy? You know, like I feel like uh, every conversation I'm in has some form of this attached to it, and I just sense that that God is going. Just you can keep digging in and trying to figure out at the End of the day I'm in control And I'm using Whatever's hard And whatever is good For my glory And I'm inviting you Into something deeper That I have uh, For all of us Really for all of us He has something deeper for us So be careful. Don't get too distracted by what's going on. It's important to slow down and identify it. It's important to see it, but also to remember that God is in control. That's really, really important during this time. So when we take our eyes off the fact that he is in control and he is sovereign over all, um, we get nervous and scared and anxious. And I, I think he's just calling Christians into a different level of faith. Of stepping out in faith and believing that no matter what happens, no matter what comes out on the news this week or today, um, that God is in control and that he's always been in control. He will always be in control. But do we trust that? Do we believe that? Um, so anyway, ju- I was just sitting out here thinking a, a little bit about that and reflecting In my own life, like, hey, Jeff, just continue to slow down and remember that God is in control, that he's got you, and that he loves you, and that he sees you. He has not abandoned you. And just remembering all those things. So, Hey, for those of you who uh, subscribe and listen uh, and post stuff on social media, just want to say thank, thank you so much for the support. Really appreciate it. And for those of you who have made donations on Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com uh, forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Thank you. Thank you so much. You help make this podcast possible. So I really, really do appreciate it. And I do appreciate you. So our passage today is Matthew 12, 34. You broad of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks i uh you know part of my journey of kind of my inner life and finding out who I am and why I do what I do uh has happened in the last kind of four years and, and like i 've said before that 's a part of this movement of being here on the front porch, slowing down and asking god to to reveal to me who I am and what 's really going on and so uh, i remember uh, I remember being in a meeting and uh I remember uh In this meeting, uh, you know, I I found myself like any time I felt like I had presented an idea that I always got kickback. And I'm like, what's going on? And and, uh, so I get out of the meeting and um, I I look to to my direct report and I was like, hey – Am I defensive? I feel like maybe I'm defensive. And this is probably early on to my journey of really kind of digging in and doing that soul work and figuring out why I do what I do. And I started to see some self stuff in myself and and I'm like, hey, I'm, am I defensive? And it was like there was like a laugh, like almost like an audible laugh. And it was like, yeah, like so defensive. And I was like, whoa, you know, and I remember getting in the car and driving home because I think the meeting got over around 5.30, driving home, and I remember just thinking, wow, I'm defensive. Where is that coming from? Why does that happen? And those are really great questions. And maybe for some of you, you're like, I feel like some stuff's going funky in my life, but I'm not sure how to identify with it. Ask, do some of that self-talk. You just gotta slow down. And go, why do I do what I do? Why do I say what I say? So that's what was happening. I was on my way home, and I'm literally going, why, why do I do that? And come to find out like it I feel like it was an attack on my pride I feel like it's harnessed in uh, my identity like I don't like being come up against I like feeling like the smartest person in the room I don't like when people you know challenge me in that way because I'm like look this idea is awesome you should just be like wow it's an awesome idea right Uh, but when that doesn't happen I feel threatened a bit threatened and I don't feel safe and I'm like wow where did that come from and What I realized is that came from a deep place in my heart, a deep place that I had kind of buried and buried and buried. And I had to do some serious, serious work to discover where that came from, what's happening. That's what's going on in this passage. That's what Jesus is addressing. Because one of the hardest work, one of the hardest pieces of things that we will do, one of the hardest work that we will do in this life is discovering who we really are. You know, a lot of us are just living these kind of facade lives. And we have uh, come to a place where we believe, like, this is who I am. And, and the work that Jesus is going to do on all of us is going, no, I need to help you understand who you really are. Not this fake version that's kind of wandering around this planet Trying to get filled up. No, I I need you to come and find out who you are. But sometimes uh, in the process of doing that, there is confrontation. And that is what's happening here. You know, I think for a lot of us, our our identity is so very fragile. It's a super fragile thing. And, And that's why the Spirit of God wants to reveal to us who we really are. You know, in in this passage, you know, the religious, um, and that's who, you know, this passage is is addressed to, uh, refuse to see, like they, they literally can't see how they are abusing uh, the law, the law given to them by God, a law that was given to them by God to liberate themselves and liberate people to be a light unto the nations for the world to see the love of God, that, that for, for the people, for the nations to see that that he was their God, and, and that that they were his people. And as a result of that, that the nations would be drawn into that. Like the law was established to allow the people of God to be set apart. And here, that very law they are using to abuse the people. And not only that, but the authoritative power that God had given to them and blessed them with. Now they're taking that power And they're using it against the people. So they're using the things that God has given to them to liberate the people and instead to abuse the people. And if we look over history and church history in particular, we see this continue to happen all the way up into present day. The very things that God has given um, religious leaders to liberate people, they use it to control people. And... This is why you see Jesus, you remember in this scene, you see Jesus flipping over the tables in the courtyards because uh, the, the people were, 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 were upcharging um, the poorest of the poor, upcharging people and foreigners that wanted to make a sacrifice and be right before God. They were upcharging them uh, for sa- the sacrifices. And Jesus said, no, this is not how it's going to work. And that is what he's confronting here. No, 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 you are not going to prevent people from coming and worshiping me. You are no longer going to get in the way. They are blind. These people are, are truly blind. You know, in one of the other passages that we went through, I can't remember what episode he says, "You're white washed tombs. You're dead inside." And so he continues this process of going after them. Um, and they are blind to what it really means to love God and to love others. And Jesus, he won't allow it. And here's the beautiful thing for you and I. He won't allow it in us either. I mean, he allows us to live this way, but he's going to come after us. He's going to confront that into a confront that from us because it's what's most precious to him. He desires for us to be liberated by the love of God. And As a result of that, we are liberated to love other people. So he's going to come after that in our lives. He's going to confront that. You know, I look at a lot of what's going on right now in our culture, and I just see a God who's confronting us in his mercy. His grace and his mercy, he's confronting us and saying, look what you've become. Look what you've become, and he's coming after this. So the question is, is really this, is how will we know if something's off? Like, how do we really know um, if something's really, really off? And Jesus says, just watch. If you want just one area of your life, just watch the way that you talk. Watch the way that you talk. Slow down. Maybe even today for you. Watch the way you talk watch the conversations you have watch the things you post you know what what kind of conversations do you have with others you know is it gossip you're a gossiper you're constantly gossiping to other people and you have you're the person that kind of has the dirt the inside scoop and there's a sense that you feel a little powerful because you do that and you push people down to make yourself feel stronger the same thing happens when we slander people you know that maybe you're just an angry person and you're just your conversations are angry you're always angry that is what's going on inside of your heart you know what do you post what kind of things do you post on social media are they divisive you know the constantly causing division are the crude and polarizing? You know, right now, if you look on social media feeds, you're like, wow, the hearts of men and women are being put on display for the world to see through social media. And it breaks my heart, you know, breaks my heart. And I know that same thing is inside of me. Uh, I'm grateful for uh, wonderful accountability partners and people who are like, dude, what's up with that? And uh have to go back and check myself. You know, this is what Jesus is telling you. That's who you are. This is who you are in this current moment. It's not who you really are, but it's what's really coming from the inside out that there has been a lie that you have bought into and believed in. And as a result of buying into that lie about yourself or what other people it's impacting the way you talk it's impacting the way you're living your life and so he's going you don't want to deal with the fact but you're a divisive person and in this passage he's going you're a broad of vipers i mean think about how violent that language is that jesus is using with them you're a broad of vipers how Can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He's confronting them out of anger, out of compassion, out of going, you are hurting yourself and you're hurting people. Something you've believed a lie, it's set into your heart. It's impacted the way you see God and you see others. Because out of who you are is how you will act and treat people in every area of your life. In this passage, Jesus is coming up against the religious elite and the religious injustice and standing in the gap for people and going, you're hurting people. And here's kind of the, you know, I I find it so interesting in some of these passages that I present here is, I don't know who you are and I can't see your face, but this is a very uh, uh, confronting passage. But I want you to know, like, I am being confronted with it. I have been confronted with it. And so I'm simply presenting some of the things that I'm going through. Sometimes I have to remind you, I'm not teaching uh, at you. I'm, I'm simply teaching myself and going, this is what I've, ha- I've been having to deal with. And what I've had to deal with is this. I've hurt people. I've hurt people because I was unaware of why, why I did the things I did and what I was saying and how it affected other people. And what I'm encouraging you to do is to slow down and see that. Because what the gospel does is it liberates us. The good news of Jesus Christ And his death and his resurrection liberates us to live different, to love different, to speak different. It shapes our identity. But the question will be, is are you allowing yourself to be led by it? And if you are, it will impact the way you talk and treat people. It will impact what you post online, so if you want a clear litmus test of where your heart's at and where your identity's at, just watch what you post. Just watch the conversations you have. And this is what Jesus is confronting in these uh, religious elite. Because when you are blind to your identity in Christ, you will be blind in the way you live your life. And so the question that I've been working through is this, how Have you allowed the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, to change the way you live your life because it will impact how you talk? Oh, Father, you have shown us your heart. You put it on display for all of us to see on the cross. Your love and your sacrifice. Help us to live and to love others the way your son Jesus did. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers.